sorry about that folks, I have to go, um, eat, I go eat some lunch, so, um, like I said, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so, if you're, like, at least a dedicated, at least, like, a fan, so to speak, of iDubs, or any of the content creator, you know, obviously, just, just separate yourself from the content, from the creator, honestly, again, they're, they're not really your friends, or, like, you don't, you, like, they don't know you, so to speak, as a person, they don't know you, they don't, and they don't know, and you, obviously, you know them, but they don't know you, so, as much as you like their creators, for example, me, I like, I like, uh, I like, uh, Moist Critical, for example, I thought, you know, he, you know, I like his content, he, you know, he did some, like, cool videos, so to speak, and I like his, value, a lot of points and criticisms, and, you know, at times where, you know, he acknowledges his, his, um, his errors of his ways, and he doesn't really brush it off, so to speak. Now, as far as what I know, you know, you 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 never know if this person is a different person outside or not. But as far as I know, when it comes to most critical, he seems like a chill dude, honestly, as far as I know. But I want to go as far as like you know, like uh, like be like his stance or like you know, defending him, like oh you criticize most critical, I'm gonna kick your ass, whatever, you know, and or whatever, like one of those like K-pop stands, but. You just have to separate yourself from the content creator, so to speak, and all that sort of stuff. When it comes to like other streamers, let's play, let's play gamers or whatever you call them, uh, commentators, news channels, and even VTubers. Like I mentioned before, like VTubers were, we're still in like the phase where like um, you know you see a lot of VTubers like like Iron Mouse, Nyaners, Millie Watson, Gargura, Kason, and and uh, the new one Hanyo, whatever. You know, it's you kind of like odd for like the fans to be like this like much more like dedicated stuff and be like their stance for me it's like for me they're they're entertainment they're in, you know i enjoy them honestly and obviously with also as well as with nux taku as well could be a good one as well but you don't want to be like like too attached to them or like you just you know, like be like their stance or whatever like you all defend them either way you talk smack about well my my vtuber or whatever i'm gonna kick your ass or whatever something like that and uh you know, it's just like, or at least have some type of like, like, sort of like, like, uh, romanticism or whatever, so to speak, or attached to them, so to speak, where, you understand that, you understand this, but like, at the same time, you know, you have to attach yourself from reality, so to speak, with these, with these, uh, content creators. It doesn't matter what they are, it's just as long as you, like, separate yourself from the creator and have this sort of stability to understand. And, you know, it's, that you, like, respect yourself, respect others and whatnot and and try not to be like them as like your person like your uh, persona or whatever so to speak if you do that sort of stuff but you know just understand that you acknowledge this stuff and kind of keep your distance from yourself and the creator so far is what i could tell you is this is what i could tell you so far when it comes to like idubs and his fans you know obviously like i said before you know as a teenager you know i like this content that was pretty funny and sort of stuff but like you know over the years it's been like seven years six years since 2016 as far as i know but you know it's all gone like you know it's back then it was like it's not that bad but it's just gone a bit cringe and i understand what he's trying to say so um i don't know who knows it's all i could tell is that it's gonna be difficult you know it's gonna be a difficult process to make this sort of change with items and you know affects his fans but if he believes it's, it's a good thing for him then 
you know, more power to you unless you want to change, so, so to speak, you know. And is a bit skeptical about him still not changing the fact with the whole Froggy Fresh situation with uh, with Sam Hyde and stuff. But, you know, that for me, that'll be like a different topic for a different day. But still a bit skeptical on that one. But, you know, this is like aside from that, you know, this is more important. Just his content is meaningful apologies. So I believe from his apology, it's, it is a bit reasonable. But I think the few things that he apologized for is wasn't really that quite necessary so to speak but but I get what he's trying to do and you know he's trying to like scope this past but at least you acknowledge at least what I could give you is this like you know you acknowledge what you've done and what you cultivated and stuff and you know that's tough that experience with a fan with that one convention you did with that it's I understand that honestly it's gives you like a big reflection onto yourself and what you kind of represent or at least what you portrayed yourself as, you know. And you have this sort of change you want to do. And, you know, it's it's completely understandable, honestly. And, you know, and as for fans, one last thing before I move to a different topic. Um, what I could tell you is that understand that change is everything. And, you know, if you like die dubs and, and you still, if you're still, like, worried about the change and you either accept, the, accept it or just, you know, unsubscribe or just move on so to speak but it's all up to you honestly it's not just up to him but it's obviously also to him but also up to the fans who what they see as what rights are wrong for themselves to see if they want to keep going to watch his content for me for me I unsubscribe him before the whole thing going on with that situation you know I thought his recent content with the squirrels and the and the documentary stuff was kind of boring honestly it's just like yeah it doesn't leave, doesn't like doesn't seem to capture myself and just watch like a video from Moist Critical or some ordinary gamers or whatever. But yeah, you know it's it's a difficult way to to understand. But you know, be it to either accept the change or just like or just not watch them at all, so to speak. It's all up to you, honestly. And whatever you do so far with your life, with your life, um, Ian or Idubs, if you're listening, or I doubt it, but whatever. But you know, as long as it, as long as it gives you more positivity and to everyone else and yourself, then you know, keep doing. You know, just keep doing what you're doing with that change. You know, you know, we all went through the sort of stuff that we don't like and we just want to change ourselves. But the better step, I believe, is just at least acknowledge what you've done in the past and you know what you did, and acknowledge that it was a bit of cringe. But you know, there's some things where it's like seems a little bit valid but at the same time just acknowledge what you've done and and just accept that you want to move on now our next word our next story for today now this one comes from twitter.com and apparently um from what i heard the uh, so the and so for the so it's basically about the mexican animated series by the name of villainous it was just released around like a few years ago. It was only exclusively on HBO Max in Latin America. Has now coming to HBO Max, or at least Max, is what they rebranded, to here in America, basically. Which contains all episodes that was aired in Latin America coming to here in the new streaming service Max, coming on May 23rd. And we just got a word from the creator of uh, Villainous. He's very excited to have, you know, this show being finally be viewed here in the US legally 
I mean, like, legally, because, you know, we... Because, for me, it was difficult to find that show, at least. Like, I first heard about it. I see a few clips of it. I see a few shorts. I even see the first episode of it in Spanish, in English. I love it. I love it. I love Villainous. Like, today, okay, judge me if you will. Um, once I heard that news, I got so desperate. I went through every... I went through Google search everywhere to search at least a hint of any free any like free service for those episodes so just subscribing to HBO Max using a VPN and I managed to find at least a, a some type of reddit post that contains like the uh, a google document of those episodes it's not all of it but there's like a few snippets towards the end well, I believe they're missing one episode was episode 3 which it didn't contain it but whatever it's good but I watched it I loved it it gives me very pride and very hope and joy. The reason why I say pride is because obviously I'm Mexican, so to say. I've mentioned that a couple of times, and it feels very proud for me as a Mexican as well as an animator to see, you know, my heritage or my culture, the or at least a place of of uh, where my my uh, you know my influence, so to speak, made this series where I feel like I'm. I'm proud of what I what I saw with over there in Mexico honestly and I really want to see more animated stuff coming from that country honestly and, and it makes me feel so happy that being proud of how, how the country is moving on with their animation industry so far I'm going to tell you let me tell you something <clears throat> I see a lot of good artists over there in Latin America so far I'll be saying I'll tell you that they have so much potential honestly and believe it or not and it's just so amazing how it's just they have so much potential honestly and and you know it's I did I, I saw like a I saw a panel what the creator of Villainous did and he talked about his past where you know he used to be uh, you know he loved animation honestly and he loved villains the concept of villains and you know he will, he wants to become an animator he wants to make a he wants to make a cartoon right and he you know obviously in Mexico there's there's hardly animation there, or at least any universities that taught him there. But, you know, he's been kicked up by many art universities or universities contain art where because they say, oh, we love animation here. And then he found one that seems more like belonging to him. And he made, he made a lot of friends over there and they was able to help him to at least uh, make this series happen. And, you know, and he one day he made a series short Contain the villainous or the villains main characters to a to a convention I believe and then you know Cartoon Network executives saw this and then they agreed to help him out with this uh, this uh, sort of project he had and it went really well honestly and I'm very I'm very enjoying this series a lot I watched all of it I loved it I loved the I loved a little bit of tidbit of lore that it has so far with Flung and Miss and Miss Heat or whatever. And it's just amazing. I love these characters. The only thing I have a problem with the with the um, as far as I know with the with the show is with Black Cat. I like Black Cat. He's great. I love him. But I believe he's he's just a he's just a side note character. Like like I want to see him more interactions with him. And I believe he's just the guy. Obviously he's the boss, but he, he's just a guy who. We just like send them, send them to like a mission or a client, and just you just have fun with the dementia, dementia uh, flung and five o five, and so to speak. And then you just have to like see a few, few scenes with Black Hat doing random stuff in his office. But from what I saw from the shorts, 
when they portrayed the group, it's like all together. Like there's a short where like there's one of the shorts where uh, where like Black Hat, um, he had like a machine where he put Dementia's head and he anything he makes into a machine has like a statue of it. And it's just like these cool interactions he did where like you know he he got angry for all his like his minions like touching his um, new invention or whatever, making all these crazy goofy statues and whatever. And it's like, it's amazing, honestly. And I believe you should have more interactions or at least more engagement with with Black Cat, with the group as well. But instead of just to stay there, stay there like the boss he is and just like not showing his like actual, like his um, actual like goofiness or whatever with Black Cat, honestly. Like if they have to do it with him, I suggest just do more episodes like them just stay in the, you know, just stay in the in the manor, so to speak, in the whole HQ of Black Organization. And there's like this cool interaction, so to speak, like a sort of like a slice of life, a day in the lives of uh, of of the Black Organization team with Black Hat, so to speak, with the like goofy stuff. It would have been great, but I really don't want to see Black Hat again be like a like a side note character just like just stand there in the sidelines so to speak and hardly interactions with like anyone else or whatever I mean he is pretty cool honestly but I believe that what they cut what they treat him with in this show is just you know, he's just there and we just mostly see dementia flung in 505 going around going around really nearly whatever but I would want to see what they do more with Black Cat honestly it's, it's just interesting and I like him and I like it you know but overall I'm glad it's coming to HBO Max here. I mean, Max. I'm glad it's coming to Max soon. And so everyone will be able to just be excited for it. When I heard the news, I thought it was going to be radio silence. Like, they just heard it and everyone's not going to be interacting with it. But no. No, 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 no. The fandom, or at least the animation community, is going strong on villainous, honestly. And, you know, we're all... And once once everyone sees this sees these episodes over here, everyone wants to wants more uh, wants more uh, villainous, and I want more villainous too. Honestly, I want more of that sort of stuff. I know, I know for a fact that over there in Mexico, life is kind of life is kind of slow paced compared to here in the United States. Everything's all fast paced and quick and done. But you know, also just you know, take your time to make more content and take your time to overall the stuff you who we work with with the animators and uh, the storyboard artists and the editors and all that sort of stuff and jazz but you know what I, what I saw so far is for those episodes they has good potential I love it I, I like that I love that honestly I'll just I, if I give it a rate I'll give it like around like an 8.8 8, an 8.5 uh, out of 10 honestly I, I liked it honestly I want to see more content of it honestly honestly I just keep seeing the word honestly but I need to stop but yeah I want more content of Villainous. Um, I'm really excited that they're coming out on uh, Max on the 23rd. So mark your calendars on that. So um, hopefully you get to see it legally, not like through piracy and sort of stuff, which I've been doing because I really, really want to see the series and I got to see it and I was I was hooked. I was hooked. I also see this. I missed. I liked the episode where. Um, where like uh, spoilers it's just a bodybuild episode where they meet their like bodybuild themselves and then there's the last one with uh, Miss Heat and Flung origin story whatever but it's great I love it um, I can't wait for more episodes to come honestly so yeah May 23rd Max is villainous coming out
continuous. Now, our last story for today comes from Variety.com that apparently the Futurama revival at Hulu sets to premiere date drops first teaser, which two days ago that happened, the Futurama revealed at Hulu has set to has set a premiere date, which new episodes being new episodes of the beloved sci-fi animated series officially the show's eighth season will debut on Hulu on July 24th. New episodes will will drop weekly on Mondays thereafter and season with season 11 or season 8 depending on where, on how you break it down. Consists of 10 episodes. Hulu commissioned 20 episodes in the total back at 20, uh, February 2022. Hulu has also released the first teasers for the new season which can be seen below which according to the article. This marks the second time the show has been brought back since it was originally launched back in 1999 after the initial four season run on Fox. Rerun shows founded on in new life around the part of the Adult Swim lineup in Cartoon Network and on DVD. And for direct video films when they were produced, which were later re- re-edited into the fifth season that was aired in, Com- in Comedy Central. Pardon me. Starting in, starting in the year of tw- 2008. Comedy Central will go on to air two more episodes consisting of 26 episodes, each between 2010 and 2013. According to the official synopsis, on the new season, new viewers will be able to pick up the series from here, and while time fans will, long-time fans will recognize the payoffs of decades on the mystery, including developments of the epic love story between Fry and Leela, with the mysterious con- contents of the Nibbler's, uh, Nibbler's uh, litter box and the secret history of the evil robot Satan, and the whereabouts of Kiff and Amy's ta- tadpoles. Meanwhile, with the whole new pandemic in the town. As crew explores the future of vaccines, bitcoins, cancel culture, and streaming t- and streaming TV, and obviously they all brought back the original voice actors like Billy West, Katie Siegel, Trace McNeil, Mark, um, Marcelo Magusa, Lauren Tom, Phil Lamar, and David Herman, as well as the iconic John DiMaggio as Bender, was originally not a part of the episodes, but it was announced that he joined on March 2022. But yeah, I'm glad this series is coming back. Honestly, I know I know they conclude the series with the whole Fry and Leela. You know, they got old and they wanna they went to like this sort of portal, so to speak, just to have like a time loop. They want to reenact all the lives together again and again and again. But you know, it's glad to see how this series is at least holding up so far. And uh, you know, it's unexpected, but I'm really excited, honestly, with uh, with this series. I believe because I tried with with uh, with Netflix's series uh, Disenchantment, it wasn't that bad, but it kind of lost his pacing a little bit. But with this with Futurama, I have like, a bit of confidence for this one, honestly. And I remember the whole I think I covered this months ago or last year, where about the revival where they didn't accept uh, the reprising role of Don of John DiMaggio as Bender, and you know the internet kind of got upset. That, how, that he can't reprise the role and you know eventually they accept it and they're able to just like you know we'll just bring him back hell we don't care anymore so yeah I'm glad Don, uh, John DiMaggio is coming back as as Bender and all that sort of jazz and I'm really excited for this series honestly coming back and I can't wait for what they've done so far with you know everything has changed since mid 2010 you know with the pandemic Bitcoin streaming TV what they said and internet slew of stuff and uh, and yeah you know it's you know, they have lots of ideas they could do throughout the 
about this decade and uh, it's like a living time capsule honestly and you know it's something very unique and interesting to to explore what's been going on for the past decade of the, the late slash early 20, 2020s and so to speak this whole awkward era we're living in but yeah I'm I'm excited honestly and uh, I can't wait to will they have some more of that Hulu I mean I all I heard is that Hulu is just is gonna be bought up by Disney so I'm a bit worried of what's gonna happen to their shows of the property so far but um, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be um, hopefully nothing tragedy will happen because you know I like Hulu Hulu is like a good streaming service for me personally and um, I like the content over there as well so yeah I'm excited for this series the only thing I will also mention was the whole Adult Swim so to speak where I heard I've just heard the news that apparently um, Adult Swim's time stop is being bumped up for uh, for like starting at 6 p.m. instead of like 8 p.m. and instantly which kind of cuts the tie off of Cartoon Network's running time and you know people are worried about this sort of situation but I believe it's a good thing because you know I mean Adult Swim is expanding and they're able to just like find their stuff when footing and also so to speak to like um you know we're bringing in more mature animation so to speak to the content to, to experiment sort of stuff like we did with uh with Smiling Friends and uh, Unicorn Wars Eternal which I recommend you to watch I loved it and I also drew one of the characters of the show which I love and you know spend the horizons and we have the obviously have the best animator in the whole entire industry as far as I know one of the best animators in the whole entire industry Kenny Tarkovsky love the guy love his content I mean well love his shows and whatever you know there's some potential and um, I can't wait for what's to come so far with the uh, new future of Adult Swim and Cartoon Network and stuff you know and uh, yeah I'm very excited for that sort of stuff and all as well as for uh, for Futurama honestly so so I heard from what I said, it's July 27th. I believe that's what the was the date of the release of the season. Yes, no, July 24th. So it's July, July 24th, new season of or reboot or at least continuation, whatever, of Futurama over at Hulu. So be very excited for that, for what's to come. Now, that's it for today's news. Everyone, hope you like today's. Uh, episode so far, I know I got a little bit of more details on the beginning with the all IDUB stuff, so I just want to like brought that to light honestly because you know, I do with like content creation and like like supporting your content creators and balances sort of stuff. It's all about being changed and stuff, and uh, you know, if you believe you want to change yourself or stuff you presented, and you know, acknowledge what you did in the past and just move on, so to speak, and in a more thorough way. So, yeah, so that's it for today's news. Hope you guys follow or subscribe to our podcast. We usually do this every Saturday or Sunday, depending on how much we have so far over throughout the week. Uh, make sure you guys uh, follow our Twitter account, which is Animation9010. Again, that's Animation9010 for, for more news over there as well, for more updates. So, yeah, this is Animation Nation. I'm your host, Primetime, here. Hopefully, good to see you guys next week. So, have a wonderful day and stay safe. Goodbye. Sorry about that, folks. I have to come back and uh, do some other stuff. But yeah, if Idubs wants to like change his content or whatever, then that's up to him, honestly. And you know, Idubs is just uh, one of those people who are like, you know, they they want to change, and you know, it, it takes some time. 
and you know it's uh, it's it takes a, it, it'll take a while for like for them to like uh, to like get used to it you know and this goes for any fans honestly where you want to like at least you know there, there there's like those types of uh, people who are like they want to see items change they don't want to see items change you know they're dedicated to like 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 having the old items coming back and sort of stuff and and you know there's there's those types of people they're like they're basically stands we're like no we want to we don't want to let anyone change our our content creator or something like that and it's just been mind-boggling and just full-on just being like pretending that oh you know they're they're your friends or whatever but no they're just content creators they they don't know you they don't know your life or anything else you're just a fan and this goes for anyone honestly to take a step back and just think of the times of like content creation with uh with anyone honestly with when it comes to like with like you know commentary channels let's plays podcasters all the sort of jazz you know and also also vtubers too you know like the whole vtuber craze going on with like you have these sort of like fans who are like very very dedicated to their like you know to their entertainment and such and then sometimes it becomes stance like oh how dare you make fun of my vtuber or whatever or something like that because you know like they're like their model like the way they play or whatever you know you know for me like i watch vtubers too like you know i watch iron mouse mina watson gura um uh nux taku melody case on all that sort of stuff you know and sometimes you have to like step back and just like you know they're at the end of the day they're all just content creators, you know? They, they, um, you know, these private entertainment, they're not your, like, they're not, they don't know you personally, but they just, they're basically just entertainers, so to speak, and, you know, and sometimes you have to, like, step back and just, like, you know, if they, if they want to change their content, then let them change, honestly. It's up to them. It's not really much up to the viewers, so to speak, but the viewers, you know, they have the option to either accept the change or you know just or just like you know find somewhere else or just leave or whatever you know and that's what i think of most where people get like too attached to a content creator to the point where like you know it's then they just can't do anything without them like they become some sort of stance like with the whole k-pop situation where like you know you have like these like fans who are dedicated to like their k-pop idols and such and if someone like, criticizes them then they're just like oh how dare you make fun of make fun of uh make fun of i don't know jimin or whatever or something like that i guess but and you know it gets a little bit toxic and so to speak and it kind of ruins the fun in the community or anyone else who wants to join that type of community it goes for anyone who are fans of anything else but yeah it's it's uh it's odd but you have to accept the fact for me i don't watch idubs anymore this is like before this uh, situation with him with the whole uh this whole like apology video and such and you know yeah he unsubscribed because i don't find his newer content interesting you know with uh save the squirrels and the whole documentary stuff on other people it's just i find it a bit boring but it's not that my touche but if he wants to change then you know that's on him that's on him not on me so to speak but if if that change makes him feel happy then you know it's you close with him you know if it makes him feel positive and then doesn't want to show the the stuff he did back then like you know you know it's just that you have to 
the thing I'll give him props again is that you know he accepts for who he is or at least he accepts the the fact that you know he did all this heinous stuff and he and he um uh, and he acknowledges it you know it's 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 times to change you know you're growing up I mean I'm pretty sure at the time he made all this content with content cup and such when he was like I believe in his 20s and you know he grew up and now he's not in his 30s he has a girlfriend he has his own like this other boxing career or whatever the creator clash and you know he he grew up he matured and he wants to move somewhere else you know move all the content you know it's kind of like me you know I used to like other things I seem a bit cringy at the time then you know you matured and you have all the knowledge and you have everything else to you understand you want to go through that you want to change it's all part of growing up and you find different interests and different tastes so to speak and I believe that's what Idos is doing so far you know, he's maturing and becoming a, a better person than he was before honestly and you know that's the thing I you, I, you know have to respect and I, I definitely respect that and I'm pretty sure the dedicated fans yeah, they really love Idos and you know accept his change and whatnot. so um, you know just try not to be like very attached to it you know, the, like, you know, yo, he's my messiah or whatever, but yeah, just don't, don't be like that or whatever. Just, you know, just, just try to keep your distance and don't be too attached to that. So another thing I want to say is that, um, you know, his situation with like, uh, his situation with, um, uh, with, uh, sort of with, uh, calling his fans like, you know, racist bigots or something like that. Is, I would say not most of his fans are all that, but I will say there are time there's like um, a section where you know there's gotta be those fans who grew up with iDubs, you know, as a young age, and they take that influence to an extreme. So there's like other those bad apples who are like, or from his what he's done kind of make them into like some type of like racist biggest so to speak and you know those people you just need to like you know go get a therapist or something like that because that ain't Danny Danny chief he's just doing it for shock humor he's doing it for shock humor he's not doing it to be like a be like an actual racist bigot honestly or whatever he you know he just did it for just just for like you know your react people's reactions and stuff like that and he didn't really mean to do all that sort of stuff but you know he accepts what he done and you know you know he changed honestly and you have to accept that and and stop and and i understand but like stop harassing his wife or his girlfriend or whatever niece or whatever but whatever it is just just is very it's kind of creepy for just harassing his girlfriend or whatever just just stop just stop and just don't see that quite necessary but it's all on him if he wants to move on and change so yeah that's what i would want to say about the whole idub situation for now but like you know it is what it is honestly and uh you know as fans just accept the fact that he changed you know and if you either appreciate it or not it's all part of growing up and maturing and want to change your content but hey for his situation it will be a bumpy road it'll be a complicated road sort of least but you know you have to like get used to it and just uh accept the fact that not a lot of people might watch you but you know, you'll never know what's going to happen in the future. So good luck for him, Ian, and wherever he's going to this, like, journey of ch- of change, so to speak. Now, our next story for today comes from uh, 
Twitter.com that apparently uh, the fa- the um, the most the one of the um, uh, one of the uh, famous famous uh, animated series coming from Mexico called Villainous, produced by Cartoon Network, Cartoon Network in their uh, in their Latin American uh, studios, is now being released in HBO Max or at least Max here in America. After years of like being only secluded within within only a Latin American based streaming service, and many people using VPNs just to watch it over there, you can finally say that this will be over. That you can finally watch Villainous. I'm pretty sure in English dub, as far as I know, but you can finally watch that on Max on May 23rd, once it's once it's released. And I hear I thought I thought not a lot of people already forgot people already forgot about it, and. Uh, I was wrong. People are excited that willing to see and support Villainous. Even the creator got excited. And he can't wait to have all his creations being shown within the streaming service. And you know, it's for me, obviously I'm obviously I'm a Mexican. I've been kind of like referenced that for like a couple episodes and you know, and as an animator myself as well, trainee, and it feels kind of like proud or pride like seeing my country of origin or culture making something that's beautiful as an animation something I really love and you know I feel like we need more more of those coming from Latin America because I see a lot of good artists coming from Latin America and is they're really good I'm I, I guarantee they're really really good I really love their talents and, and so on and so forth and I hope they, this is some type of like at least a drive for them to just like create content honestly you know whether you're coming from the east, the west, from Latin America, Europe, or Asia, or any other type of country, whatever, if you want to make animation, just go ahead. No matter what, where you came from, honestly, and I really want to see all types of animated content that's being made, specifically where in Latin America is, and I'm really excited to see this. I actually watched. I managed to to watch the series. It's been a grind. It's been like I'm trying to find. Um, some type of like forums or whatever to have like episodes for free to pirate. Just I'm just saying, and I finally found one. I was in like a Google Drive, so to speak, and I watched the whole episodes, and it's great. I love it. I love the dynamics of like with uh, dementia, Doctor Flung, and Five Hundred Five, as well as Black Hat. It was really fun. I really love the episode dynamic and the lore at the end. We're at the end of the, one of the episodes. But I would say the only complaint I have is with with uh, Black Hat, where he feels that like, he's a side character. That in the shorts that they depict him, he's like you know he's like engaging with the group, so to speak, throughout the manner of Black Hat organization. But it feels that in this series he's like more of a background character. He doesn't do much, so to speak. He just tells them, "Hey, you guys need to go uh, help a client," or they just go off. Uh, doing like random adventures, so to speak, with dementia, Doctor Flung and Five Hundred Five, while Black Hat sits in his like chair or whatever, and just doing some random creepy stuff. But I want to see more what Black Hat interacting with the team, honestly, and that's what I really want to see compared to the shorts. But like, that's my only complaint for us as a series. The animation, I like it as well as the design of the characters, the backgrounds, I liked it as well. Um, there are times where the CGI gets a little bit iffy, but at the same time, you know, it's just CGI or whatever. But overall, I like the series. It has great potential, has good potential, honestly. And uh, I really want to see more from this series, honestly. And uh, 
it's it's the way how um, you know animation should be. You know, you have to get inspired. You have to like um, boost morality and have your creative freedom flow. Because I remember watching the panel for the creator of Villainous, and you know he went through a lot of struggle. Where obviously in in Mexico, there's hardly any animation classes taught there in universities, and he was kicked out of all of them because he didn't have animation. So he managed to find you know a, a university that actually teaches animation and. He was able to like put his footing in there and made his little web series that kind of got caught the eye of the executives of Cartoon Network and gave him a chance. I thought that was a I thought that was a good insp- inspirational story, especially for me as well. And I really recommend you guys watch this series once it releases on Max. So yeah, I really recommend it. So again, May twenty third is gonna be the release of Villainous here in America over at Max. So mark your calendars for that. Now, our last story for today comes from Variety.com that the Futurama revival at, at Hulu sets to premiere, drop, to premiere dates and drops its first teaser. So the anticipation of the Futurama revival at Hulu is set to premiere, has its premiere date set, which is believed to be new episodes for the beloved sci-fi animated series. Officially, that shows, eighth, it shows its eighth episode, or its eighth season, will debut on Hulu on July 24th. New episodes will drop weekly on Mondays thereafter with season 11 or season or season 8, depending on how you break it down. Consistently with 10 episodes, Hulu commissioned around 20 episodes in total back at February of 2020. Hulu has also released the first teaser for the new season, which can be seen below, which is in the article. This marks a second time the show has been brought back since it was originally launched back in 1999 after initial four-season run on Fox, reruns of the show found in new life as part of the Adult Swim lineup on Cartoon Network and on DVD. Four direct-to-video films were then were produced, which were later re-edited into the fifth season that is aired on Comedy Central starting in 2008. Comedy Central would go on to, to air two, of the, two more seasons consistently of 26 episodes, which each between 2010 and 2013. According to the official synopsis of the new season, new viewers will be able to pick up pick up the series where if, from from here, well, longtime fans will recognize the payoffs and decades-long mysteries, including developments in the epic love story between Fry and Leela, the mysterious contents when it comes to Nibbler's litter box, the secret history of the evil robot Satan, and the whereabouts of Kiff and Amy's tadpoles. Meanwhile, with the whole new pandemic in the town. As the crew explores the future of vaccines, bitcoins, cancel culture, and, stream- and streaming TV. Original series voices all the original voice casts, as well as Billy West, Katie Segal, Tris McElneil, uh, Marcia Lemarch, uh, Lemarch, can't pronounce it, Lauren Tom, Phil Lamar, David Herman, as well as John DiMaggio, the one who is best known for voicing as Bender. Was originally not part of the new episode, but it was announced that he had joined in Mar- back in March of 2022. And Matt Groening created the series of development with with it with David X. Cohen both serve as executive producers along with Ken Killer and Claudia Katz. Rough drafts of the studio provides the animation while 20th, 20th, 20th Television Animation is the studio behind the series. So yeah, I'm excited for this series. I uh, I can't wait for the revival for this more stuff um, going on with Futurama. Uh, we can't wait to see because last time it ended, it kind of ended where you know finally Leela got old, and they kind of went to this portal where they want to like relive all the stuff they had 
over the years and kind of make this sort of this time loop where you go back to the original where it first started, basically the first episode. But yeah, I'm excited and I'm excited also to acknowledge that yeah, I covered this like last year where John DiMaggio, the voice of Bender, didn't get cast back to the series for some reason. I'm pretty sure what I heard is just, you know, the budgets cost too much for having coming back but you know thanks to the loyal fans and the, and the internet they were able to be able to convince the 20th century fox to bring him back and yeah you can't have like a lot of fun without bender he's very he's the most iconic character in the series with bender you know he does some like crazy quotes like shine like bite my shiny metal ass and sort of sort of all that so like this hijinks but yeah i'm excited for this sort of stuff and um and uh obviously it's coming out july 27th and you know it's it's something i'm keeping an eye on to see how it flows and i'm glad they're able to adapt to like current situations like with the pandemic bitcoin streaming tvs and such and whatever and to see how they kind of like compelled within like the the uh new century they are in obviously they're, they're basically in the future so but yeah i can't wait to see what's going to happen to the, within the series this new season so yeah market counts for july 27th Twenty-fourth, around for the new Futurama series. Now that's it for today's news. Everyone, hope you liked today's podcast episode so far. Um, uh, make sure you guys follow or subscribe to our podcast to keep up more news as well. We usually do this, do this podcast every Saturday or Sunday, uh, depending on how much news we get over the week. I'm sorry, I got like a little bit more detailed on the iDub situation, but I'm pretty sure that was very important just to like understand the situation with the man and and like what it means to like change your content or change your course as a person or something like that you know people change and you matured and you know and as a fan you have to respect that and try to like keep your boundaries when it comes to like wanting your creators you know to like see them thriving honestly you never wants to see their creators anyone do to see anyone thriving honestly no matter who they are going to be here family members, friends, content creators, whatever. You want to see them thriving, honestly, and it's a good thing to understand. With, with that being said, you know, these guys follow or subscribe to our podcast so far. Make sure you follow our, follow our like, Twitter account. That's Animation9010 for more updates over there as well. Um, so, yeah, this is Animation Nation. I'm your host, Primetime here. Hopefully, we can see you guys next week. So, have a wonderful day and stay safe. Goodbye.